How you doing folks and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. So in today's episode I'm going to go through a good bit of stuff. So first off I'm just back and I'm sitting down after a 200k cycle from Waterford. Um, and I was actually thinking in my head that I really wanted to do this anyway so here we are. So basically I'm going to take it back to last Sunday. So last Sunday I did a 10k swim from the 40 foot to Bray. Now it was absolutely amazing swim, a great time and everything couldn't have couldn't have went better. Um but what what was disappointing is the duration, you know, I set out to do 190k, I only done 10k. I definitely could have done more on the day. I was thinking 18k, but I didn't want to push the boat crew, you know. Um, they were good enough for giving me their time and that day, so you know I didn't want to push it. But look, starting out that day, it was great. It, the whole event was just amazing. It couldn't went any better, um, and it was one of them things that I had my good friend Glenn Murray with me. I, I had the best people around me, and that makes all the difference, you know. Um, but yeah, moving on from that, it was just after, you know, people were saying to me, oh, you could have went to Greystones and you could have gone this and you could have uh, went further. And I really, I really thought, geez, I could have, you know. And look, I was trying to keep positive and I was still on that initial buzz of finishing that 10k swim. So I was happy. But after that, it I started to fall back into that place that I knew... What happened to me in boxing a good few times, you know, you win a fight and then you drop off, you know, into this kind of zone. Um, because I had worked so hard towards this goal, you know, I wanted to do this big swim. Uh, I had trained every single day for it. Um, and it was disappointing not to not to do it and for something not to materialise with the boat. Um, it was just disappointing. But look... I brushed it off and I got back up and then I went training and then the next day and I did a 5k and my workout, my strength and conditioning workout, which in hindsight probably wasn't a good idea because it was kind of going back into that tra- training, basically the training that I did a lot for the swim straight after that. I didn't give myself any reward. I didn't, you know, take a break. I didn't even mentally kind of take a break because training is and that routine is mentally draining as well so you know (coughs) I didn't do that and I think I did that again on the Tuesday Tuesday um and then there was kind of a disruption then in the routine and it kind of threw me off um you know and throughout that week I wasn't feeling great was feeling a bit uh, edgy and I was trying to and um, do my training and then I was actually on one of my swims and I just thought to myself I'm doing this 5k swim I'm, tr- I'm trying to do this 5k swim now where when someone else is doing is playing a match um, and I should be there but instead I'm being selfish and being here so I literally just turned around in the water and went back and thankfully, I got to see the last 10 minutes of the match. But that's just... Sometimes, 
you gotta ca- catch yourself because everything is an addiction you can be addicted to coffee you can be addicted to exercise you can be addicted to everything and when that starts getting in the way of your loved ones and the ones that you care about the most and you start saying oh i have to do this in order to you know be happy or have i'm gonna do this instead of seeing that person then it becomes unhealthy it doesn't become that you know exercise is very healthy for you it's great for you but when it's affecting relationships if it's causing you to be selfish then you need to take a look and you need to say hey look something needs to change so that kind of clicked in my mind and yeah it kind of impacted me and I said you know the next day then I said I'm going down to Waterford I'm cycling down to Waterford uh, to meet up with Glenn who was hitchhiking around Ireland an absolute legend a visionary um, and one of the one of the kindest best friends I've ever had you know um, so I said okay I need, I'm gonna go and that morning it was rainy it was cold it was wet I was wearing a pair of wetsuit socks just anything that could go wrong that morning did go wrong so I packed up the whole bike the whole back and off off I went and honestly no joke now a wind just at me for the whole time just in my face in my face in my face rain and then it was sunny it was raining it was sunny it was raining and I was climbing these hills I don't know if you know Tala to Blessington Hill it was barbaric just oh my god I was just going into such dark zones and I was then I was looking at my google maps and the google maps kept bringing me the wrong direction and I was going up these little tiny country lanes like boulders in the middle of the road and I was literally just screaming I was like fuck this and you know and very rarely has that ever happened to me just everything was coming all this negativity there was pent up in me for a while probably after that swim just coming out on me and it was just all coming out and I was like fuck this and you know it was just it was really really hard now I must say it was one of the most mentally draining challenging things I've done because I cycled all this distance and it was like I was going nowhere it was like I was cycling you know I was basically cycling so on my watch I had it I was cycling 5k's in over 20 minutes so like 22 minutes people can run that faster so it was just really really tough in that sense and obviously Glenn was waiting on me as well and he was just uh, breaking a shite laughing at me <laughs> but like it was it was so so tough and um, one of the toughest things I've ever had to done um, and then I got through Kilkenny um, and then I got into Waterford and then when I got into Waterford there was it was a uh, plain sailing and I got into Dunmore East and then when I seen Glenn it was just it was beautiful, you know, and like if you don't put yourself in them situations, you're not going to get the the highs, you know. You need to immerse yourself in the lows and experience them lows in order to appreciate the highs, you know. Which is like cycling into Dunmore seeing Glen, you know. Um, after that, it made it even better. Like if I got the train up and just cycled 
say 14k to him or something it wouldn't be the same for me anyway you know it's the it's the kind of milestones that you say i'm not saying to everyone cycle around the country do you know what i mean but it really what it did is it got all the negativity out of me from the swim from everything and i just felt like a new man and it goes to show that before an event if you have negativity in you it will come out you know if you haven't prepared well it will show up i didn't prepare well the night before i didn't sleep well everything just kind of went against me and as a result it took me like 16 hours 15 hours to to cycle down to waterford in reality it should be taking 10 maybe and uh, nine to ten hours um but i did have a bloody two-story house on the back of my bike so that could have contributed as well but so yeah that, that that's kind of it and then we went to the more east and we cooked we camped we just talked and uh, you know we were talking about basically you know you know when you're going through a tough time what do you do and for us it was adventure it was getting out there it was meeting people it's that's what makes me alive and what what really really gets me going so i know I, I needed to to go back to that and it was it was amazing to do that and then going on to the next day then we we cooked up um lovely blas and prawns and then duck and potatoes on the beach and it was just an amazing day and then we got up the next morning to amazing Ballymacaw Cove and went for a swim and for me to go because I needed to head back um, so I was thinking Jesus will I will I get the train because I probably want to do a bit of training on Monday that routine again you know going back to that uh, and I said no you know this is an adventure and this is something that I want to do and I'll be rewarded for it and I definitely was so I go from Ballymacaw to Malahide belting down sun the whole day it was beautiful one of the nicest cycles that i've ever been on in contrast to the first one so when i was doing the first one i said no way am i going back on sunday like there is not a chance you know when it was immersed in it because it was the sorest the hardest the just a barbaric cycle really really bad but then i had a day to mull it over on the saturday a great day and spend it with great people and then I was raring to go. I could not wait to go on the Sunday to cycle back. And when I was cycling back, I was just like, Jesus, I am so lucky to be able to cycle back, to be able to do this. And I was just taking everything in, the birds, the bees, everything around me, nature, the clear skies. Um, it was just one of... And then coming down from Blessington to Tala was one of the nicest cycles I've ever done in my life and you know I wouldn't have got that and I it wouldn't have been as good if I didn't experience the low of the Friday of the really really tough cycle and the Sunday cycle wouldn't have been as good and as rewarding you know so I just I think it's akin to life as well if you really want to 
you know, experience highs, you need to immerse yourself in lows and uncomfortable positions, you know. And another thing about this is it, it kind of came to me on the cycle and the first thing, I was looking at the Google Maps and I was getting annoyed when it was zooming into the, the second one. I said, I'm not going to touch my phone with regards to maps, nothing. I'm going to look, obviously, beforehand on a map just to see what road will take you directly. So I had the road name or 448 is still etched in my mind have that i'm going to just follow that road follow that road and then just read the signs the signs will tell you 24k 25k and it's better than looking at your phone all the time or looking at your watch and it's way better for your mindset and stuff like that and that's why i think it's akin to life as well you need to follow the signs in life a lot of people don't follow these signs. They bury their head in a phone or they bury their head in work or some other distraction that's gonna gonna basically annoy them and make them even more frustrated. But when you follow these signs that will pop up everywhere, but the only reason that a lot of people don't follow them is because they have all these outside distractions. You have to sometimes focus and then you will see the signs. You will see that, no, no, that's not just a coincidence. How I met that fella or how we connected or how something happened. It wasn't just a coincidence. It was meant to happen. And you have to follow these signs and you have to go with it and you have to work hard with it. And that's the definition of success. So if you look at Marco Pierre White, he said his success was based on luck. He knocked on a door. That door led him to La Grosse in London and he worked in there and then obviously became a brilliant chef from there. But that is following the signs. He followed the signs for himself and he realised this, that I am lucky here, I've got, and then he went for it. And a lot of people would just, you know, take that, ah, sure, look, uh, I got lucky or whatever. But you build on that look and then that's the definition of success and I think I've been very lucky of meeting the people I've met I just say like Glenn Murray, Derek Ahern, um, my girlfriend, everyone I'm really really lucky but I've built on that and I've took advantage and um, I think these people and surround yourself with people like this is so important on the same wavelength on the same frequency uh, you know me and Glenn are like the same person it's adventure it's what gives us going and when we're having a tough time you know we'll always reach out to each other and it's nice and it's a solace that you have that there and um, because it's hard for young men for men that you know kind of want to achieve and um, to, to basically admit that they're they're not going through a great time or they're feeling down and I think it's just normalising that and at the same time it's saying right what can I proactively do about that I'm going to go out put myself in a really uncomfortable zone I'm going to say go out camping I'm going to cycle a certain distance I'm going to run a certain distance and then I'm going to really test my mindset and that's why I love doing that because always my mind will come up trumps it will tell me to give up so many times oh your knee is at you your ankle is at you this is 
oh, your training wasn't optimal. But past that certain point, if you get through that, it's the 20% rule, you find the sweet spot, which is beautiful because you have ma- you've overcome your mind. And what you do is you bank that into your foils in your mind. And then you say, oh, the last time you told me to give up, I was on this cycle or this run or whatever, but I broke through that. And then at the very end, say, for example, me cycling through Tala, um, at the very, or sorry, a better example would be me with the swim and then cycling to Dolmarie's that I absolutely flew it. So my mind at the very start was give up, give up, give up, give up, turn back, turn back, turn back. You were telling me to do that, but at the very end, and this was 200 kilometers in, I absolutely flew it and it was beautiful, one of the nicest cycles of my life. So the next time you're telling me to give up, I'm going to really say, is this real? Is this just that 20% telling you, ah, oh, you're enough, you've had enough? Because your mind will look for the easy way out all the time. But push past that, say, ah, I'm going to just dip into my file here and say, okay, you said that to me last time, but what happened? I broke through that and had one of the best cycles of my life at the end. So I don't think I'm going to go with your give up, give up, give up attitude. Because from going back into my files, my past history, you haven't done that. So look, people then who experience that give up, give up for the first time and they have no files to reach back into, that's when people give up. So what you have to do is you have to keep putting yourself in them situations every so often, challenging yourself, and that's how you will grow, and that's how um, you'll basically figure out, you know, when you're feeling down, when things aren't going your way, you're pushing through it and stuff. So, look, I hope you I hope you got something out of this. Um, it was basically just my thoughts, throwing my thoughts out there for this past two, two weeks, which have been quite mental for me but I hope someone takes just one person takes something of value from this and can apply it to their own life to their own training to their own whatever they want to apply it to um so yeah really appreciate it and if you if you like this I'd love to hear some uh, feedback from you legends